0: On On this this episode episode of JR. the P. These tits being the wind, boy. I don't know if this is something inspired by them fucking perverts up in Hollywood. You know, the fucking Hollywood machine. You know, monkey see, monkey do. You know how the story goes, right?
1: My tits are itchy. My tits are itchy. My monkey tits are itchy.
0: You know, little monkey, her little monkey tits start itching. And so then she takes her little monkey bra off and. You know, she's like showing her little monkey tits. Monkey see, monkey do. So then there's one monkey with her tits out, and then the other monkey's like.
1: My monkey tits are itching too. My monkey tits are itching too. My monkey tits.
0: And she lets her monkey tits, you know, they be bobbling like a bunch of bananas, boy, them fucking monkey tits monkey see monkey do you know so i don't know if this is something inspired by the hollywood machine i don't know if this is like <laughs> god bless the feminism you know what i mean like a, finally they did something right you know like i don't know if this is like a march with feminism i don't know if this is the perverted hollywood machine i don't know if this is some political political politicizing i don't know what it is man but this is the summer of tits but one of the reasons why I be seeing these tits lately is cause I be going on these epic walks. I be going on these epic walks lately. That's how I'm enjoying my summer of 2022. It all kind of started in uh, during pandemic. Like I've been a lifelong walker. I love walking. Um, one of my things was I used to love walking to school. Take the long way to school. Throw on the Disc Man back in the early 2000s, you know, 2004, walking around with my disc man, listening to my tunes, just in my own little world. And I love trotting around, two feet in a heartbeat, you know? And uh, I've been going on these epic walks, and they're good for my health. They're good to clear the mind, reflect, you know? I got one geared up. After the podcast I'm very excited Very looking forward to it I'm going to go for a walk And Enjoy some of the downtown Toronto You know Young Street Rosedale area Just kind of enjoy the summer Beautiful Sunny day And I reflect And And you know, memories, memories.
1: Here's to the times that we love. Here's to the things that we do. But it's all memories, and bring memories, and bring back memories, bring back. Ooh, 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 ooh.
0: That's what you're seeing with these people in the world, man. They're angry, crazy resentments, watching people in other people's business. Picking off victims. That young lady who was set on fire and killed by that mental patient. From all accounts. Was an innocent victim. She was just minding her own business. Police footage see... That it's a random attack and she was just minding her own business. Somebody full of anger and resentment attacked her. Judge, jury, executioner of her. Had some sort of beef with her. Had some sort of inner struggle. Attacked her, set her on fire. Now she has perished. She has passed away from her injuries. God bless her. May she rest in peace. What's happening, folks? It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan, reporting live for duty on this magnificent July 16th in the year of our Lord, 2022. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. Just one of those days when you don't want to wake up. Everything's fucked. Everything sucks. You really don't know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. No human contact. And if you interact, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days.
1: It's all about the he says, she says bullshit. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I think you better quit letting shit slip or you'll be leaving with a fat lip. We've all felt like shit. Been treated like shit.
0: All oh, those motherfuckers want to step up. I hope you know a pack of chainsaw. I skin your ass raw. If my gate keeps going this way, I just might break your fucking face tonight. Give me something to break.
1: I'll pack your fucking face. A motherfucking chainsaw. What? A chainsaw. What? A motherfucking chainsaw. What?
0: So come and get it, <laughs> Limp Biscuit. Come on, if you were thirteen year old, if you were like a thirteen year old back in two thousand and one, you'd listen to the Limp Biscuit. I sure as hell did. Just chuckling to myself about that tune this morning. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. Give me something to break. Sprung a leak. I'm spitzing, boy. It gets hot when you're like rock rap, I tell you, boy. Get a little flustered in the face. Anyway, if you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramchran, the podcast, this is a show where I bitch, whine, squawk, bellyache, and kibitz about myself in order to relate to you all self. Y'all the dear listener. Y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever. Yeah. Give me something to break. I'll patch your fucking face. (laughs) The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, YouTube. My own website, Janathan, pronounced Janathan, janathan janathan-ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please, would you help my black ass out already? Share me with a friend. Sharing's caring, folks. You know it truly is. When you take a moment to share, sharing's caring. You know? You reinforce your interest and like for JR the P. I, in turn, reinforce my commitment to bitching, squawking, bellyaching, and kibitzing about any little damn thing that comes across my brain. And, um, one hand washes the other. Yes, folks. Coffee break, boss. Don't mind me, boss. Gotta have my coffee. So, tits. always get a little sweaty when I start thinking about tits. <sighs> tits. Yo, I want to get tit for tat about this, but them bitches be free-swinging it, free-balling it, ironically. Titty-twisting, tits to the wind. These bitches, pardon my French, I mean, these ladies, <laughs> um, they'd be free tittying it. Tits for, uh, for a good cause, I don't know, for a good time. Tits to the wind.
1: I close my eyes only for a moment then the titties are out. All my dreams, tits and curiosity, tits in the wind. All they are are tits in the wind. Don't hang on. Things eventually sag, those tits will hit your knees. These tits be in the wind,
0: boy. I don't know if this is something inspired by... Them fucking perverts up in Hollywood. You know, the fucking Hollywood machine. You know, monkey see, monkey do. You know how the story goes, right?
1: My tits are itchy. My tits are itchy. My monkey tits are itchy.
0: You know, little monkey, her little monkey tits start itching. So then she takes her little monkey bra off and... You know, she's like showing her little monkey tits. Monkey see... Monkey do. So then there's one monkey with her tits out, and then the other monkey's like,
1: my monkey tits are itching too. My monkey tits are itching too. My monkey tits.
0: And she lets her monkey tits, you know, they be bobbling like a bunch of bananas, boy, them fucking monkey tits. Monkey see, monkey do. You know? So... I don't know if this is something inspired by the Hollywood machine. I don't know if this is like, God bless the feminism, you know what I mean? Like, finally they did something right, you know? Like, I don't know if this is like a march with feminism. I don't know if this is the perverted Hollywood machine. I don't know if this is some political, political, politicizing. I don't know what it is, man. But this is the summer of tits. I mean, just go walk down the street, boy. Now granted it's masked and packaged in like this androgynous kind of style like them fucking Levi's dungaree fucking 501s you know they you know they stuff themselves into a pair of like these like really box cut jeans you know they stuff themselves into a pair of jeans and they wear like a low cut shirt no bra Interestingly enough, it's more of a statement by the itty-bitty titty committee. God bless them. I've lately become a fan of the itty-bitty titty committee. You know? Because, you know, I mean, who doesn't like a nice pair of jugs? You know? nice pair of knockers? You know? Oh! Oh, 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 (laughs) oh! Oh! You know what I mean? Like... Who don't like a pair of jugs, you know? A nice pair of knockers. You know, look at them fucking pillowcases. You know what I mean? Yo! I Chihuahua, you know? I like a nice pair of knockers like the next fella. But I've lately become a bit of a fan of the itty-bitty titty committee. Because this brawless thing seems to be a... Birth child... Of the itty-bitty titty committee. Brainchild, rather. If you can call going around with no bra on. Brains. It's like the brainchild of the itty-bitty titty committee. No bra. You know, it's it's weird. It adds a very feminine quality to a very androgynistic look. You know, like a real fucking... Kind of frumpy-dumpy kind of look. You know? Like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, they'd be wearing them fucking... Chucks... Converse sneakers with them Levi's, Dungaree 501s, real 90s, acid-washed, straight-cut, real kind of boxy, butchy, kind of bitchy kind of look. Yet when they go with the no-bra element, I've been taking notice. So like when you be walking down the street, boy, and you be seeing these girls, women, with them titties out, And, you know, I joke, I joke, I kid, I kid about the whole feminism thing. And is that the brainless child of feminism rearing her beautiful head? You know, women are no longer wearing bras, you know. Damn with the patriarchy. It's like, bitch, men created bras so you bitches would have something to, you know, it's like, shut up. You know, it's like, man comes home from work again. No dishes done, no dinner cooked. What's going on?
1: Well, my tits, they always get in the way. They're weighing me down. I mean, how am I supposed to cook? Clean? Babysit? With my tits? Fully?
0: (laughs) There, 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 you crazy old bitch. Look, let me go into the wood shop, see what I can wrangle up. So a guy, men, male ingenuity... He goes into the workshop, and he's tinkering around.
1: All
0: right, here. Shut the hell up and put this on. What is it? No, it doesn't go over your mouth. Well, I wish it did. But no, it's a fucking... I call it a bra, all right? Just put it over your tits, and that'll help you, you know, cook and clean and shut the hell up and get this damn house in order so thanks to male ingenuity men invented bras so it's like disclaimer I have no idea just made that up but I mean is is that like a slight a knock against the patriarchy
1: we're not wearing bras anymore what's fighting back against the patriarchy
0: smacking back against the patriarchy you know you're burning your bras and i don't I don't understand you know and yeah I joke I joke I kid I kid Let me me fold my bra up. My makeshift bra. But um. You know like um. Is that like a knock against the patriarchy? You know like we're not wearing bras. And you know. You got to give women more credit for. Than being an ignoramus like myself. You got to give them more credit. Than being ignoramuses. Because it's like. Before I give the male perspective, at least a pervert like myself, if you can call me a man, um, okay, like, they obviously know what they're doing, and they feel certain sense of empowerment, certain sense of freedom, sort of, sort certain sense of style and expression by going brawless, I mean, maybe it's a little bit more comfortable, I don't know. But when them things be bouncing around, it's like, okay, cool. I guess they feel empowered and free and strong, comfortable, or I guess they feel edgy. Like, I don't want to just call them complete ignoramuses, you know? It's like, oh, women are such ignoramuses by going braless. What do they think they're trying to accomplish? I mean... Like, for example, a part of me thinks, why do men do anything? It's usually to attract a woman or to show some sort of male prowess or some sort of male competency. So they pump themselves up. And swing, you know, look at me, I'm fucking alpha male. And they make a big display of what they do in order to attract a woman. Or to attract a certain sense of admiration. So, I mean, it's the same shit with women, I guess, right? They want to walk around with no brawn, And it's quite obvious. It's like... Okay, like, they know what they're doing. So I don't want to just call them stupid for that. Or ignoramuses. They know what they're doing. And you know, everything we do, at least for myself, everything I do isn't just to gain attention from females, even though I am a male. Like, you know, it's like, for example, the podcast. I'm just happy whoever listens. It's not really about trying to prove my manhood or you know, attract a woman or whatever. It's about me expressing myself and the appreciation for anyone who listens. So I guess... a woman shouldn't, technically... that's my point. I guess a woman doesn't have to go brawless for the attention of a man. Maybe she does it because she... Likes the way it feels, likes the way it looks. Maybe it's purely for her own sense of womanhood. The content feeling of, you know, nipples on cotton. (laughs) Whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? The freedom and liberation of that. But here's the male perspective. And again, coming from a pervert like myself or just, um, if you can call me a male, a man. Well, you can call me a male, but I mean, man, I mean, that's a bit debatable, right? But, you know, from a man like myself, I'd be looking at these women going braless. It looks cheap. It's distracting. I don't even pretend like I don't notice anymore. I see a woman who's bouncing and bouncing and bouncing. Boy, I look. I look. I don't even pretend like I don't notice. I don't... You know, it's like... uh, It's like a double whammy. It's a catch-22. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because you see a good-looking woman coming your way. Single guy like myself, you know... Might want to meet a nice woman, right? So, you know, what am I supposed to do? Just stonewall her and not look? I mean, got to play to win, baby. You know, you got to look. You got to, you know, interact. And that goes for anybody. I like to... I'm trying to make more of an attempt to, like, you know, acknowledge my fellow man. You know, some dude walking down the street. Hey, Good morning. Hot piece of ass walking towards me. No brawn. Good, good, good morning. Right? Gotta look, but I don't know. From the male perspective, it just looks cheap. It's a strange power dynamic. Like, what? Am, what are you trying to? What? Catch twenty-two. Damned if I do. Damned if I don't. If I do look, I'm a misogynistic prick. I'm a proprietor of the patriarchy. Or if I don't look, then what? Am I? You know, I cast out of the sunshine. Of your love? I am cast out of the sunshine of her love because I don't look. Now you're not in the game. Just yesterday, I'm walking down the street. I'm at a stop light. Red light. And I look across the street and I see this girl. Pretty girl. She's in like this blue kind of negligee Sort of dress. And cowboy boots. And I'm looking at her. And it's kind of a funky little get up. And she's a pretty face. And I'm thinking. Oh she's kind of attractive. And I look at her. She looks at me. I don't know. Just whatever. Two people looking at each other. Nothing really. But as the light turned red. And we go to walk. I, I kind of looked again. Just to. Uh, Am I missed, like, I don't know, just to see, like, was she checking me out? Am I checking her out? Was she checking me out? Uh, Like, what's going on, right? I kind of look again, the old double take. Ba-boom, ga-boom, ga-boom, ga-boom. She's fucking, she's fucking stomping across the fucking uh, intersection. And gajing, ga gajung. Tits bouncing in a see-through negligee. I saw the areola. I saw the works, boy. I was just like... And all I could think to myself was... It was confusing. It's almost like a titty slap to the face, right? It's almost like a titty slap to the face for a dude. Because it's like, it's almost like, fuck you, you pervert. What are you looking at? It's almost the message. And that's just in my own contrived mind. But it's almost like that. That's almost the message. Like, fuck you, pervert. What are you looking at? What do you think I'm looking at? I'm looking at your tits bounce around. What the fuck else am I looking at? Come on. Play dumb with me. What am I looking at? I'm looking at your tits. I'm literally looking at your tits. Like I said, I saw the areolas, I saw the nipples, I saw the I saw the whole smorgasbord, boy. It's a cheap look. I mean But hey. What are your thoughts? Hit me up. jr.thepodcast at gmail.com What am I missing from the brawless debate? What do I not see? Is there something that I should be seeing other than a woman dressed like a whore? And many times an androgynous whore, like I said, like, part of the look of it is like, they wear like, you know, Converse sneakers with like 501 dungarees, a really boxy, butchy kind of jean pant, cinched up with a belt and a low-cut halter top or like a tube top, and little titties poking out the top, nipples, little nipple action. <laughs> Hit me up, at jr.thepodcast.gmail.com. Like, what am I missing in this debate, in this story? I don't get the message. Not a good look. It's almost like a power move. You know? Like I said, like them tits be bouncing around like a titty smack to the face. You know, the tits bounce up and smack you in the face. It's almost like a smack to the face. For the woman and for the dude. It's like, you look like a whore, and I look like a pervert. Like, what, what's going on here? Hit me up. JR.thepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Anyway. Quick sip of uh, coffee, boss. Don't mind me, boss. Oh, yeah. But one of the reasons why I be seeing these tits lately is because I be going on these epic walks. I be going on these epic walks lately. That's how I'm enjoying my summer of 2022. It all kind of started in uh, during pandemic. Like I've been a lifelong walker. I love walking. Um, one of my things was I used to love walking to school. Take the long way to school. Throw on the Disc Man back in the early 2000s, you know, 2004, walking around with my disc man, listening to my tunes, just in my own little world. And I love trotting around, two feet in a heartbeat, you know? And uh, I've been going on these epic walks, and they're good for my health. They're good to clear the mind, reflect, you know? I got one geared up. After the podcast I'm very excited Very looking forward to it I'm going to go for a walk And Enjoy some of the downtown Toronto You know Young Street Rosedale area Just kind of enjoy the summer Beautiful Sunny day And I reflect And And You know, memories, memories.
1: Here's to the times that we love. Here's to the things that we do, but it's all memories and bring memories and bring back memories. Bring back.
0: That's like one of the few Maroon 5 songs I do kind of like.
1: And
0: Maroon 5, whatever, they're good. I don't know. I don't like that Moves Like Jagger song. That's just my only qualm with them. Actually, actually that one song, actually, okay, fuck it. I kind of do like Maroon 5. I mean, you, you come on, you're telling me you're when you're at like fucking, you know, shopping at H&M, you know, you're looking for a pair of shorts to go to the beach and romp around in and all of a sudden
1: I got the move Jack I got that move Jack I got that like Jagger
0: (laughs) I fucking hated that song when it first came out here we are like a decade later I'm like you know I kind of like that moves like Jagger (laughs) whatever the fuck um but what's my point Yeah, these memories man these memories boy um Part of what I've been focusing on lately, too, is yeah, the health and the walking and the fitness. You know what I mean? Um, I work out. Um, I'm doing all sorts of different things: pull ups, sit ups. So I'm getting into calisthetics or calisthetics or super califragilistic expialidocious. How the fuck do you say it? Calisthetics. Calith.
1: California love. Boom! 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 Boom!
0: Boom! Whatever, calisthenics. I've been getting into them lately. Pull-ups, sit-ups, diamond push-ups. I tried to do some diamond... Like, I can do... I'm pretty good at doing push-ups. I can do, like... I usually do three sets of 25. I'm going to start pushing it to see if I can do more reps. But um, I, I tried to do some diamond push-ups this morning. Help Hurt my elbows. Diamond push-ups are like when you go like that and... Then you, you do the push-ups that way versus, like, you know, flat that way. That was a little visual for any of y'all watching the podcast, you know? Sorry to the audio folk, but, you know, it's, it's basically um, when you make a diamond, kind of like a, you know, like a, jigger. it's your boy, here, hova. when you do, like, the fucking Rockefeller sign, it's like make a diamond and then you you use that that uh, pattern to do a push up that makes any fucking sense so you know i've been trying to i was trying to do some diamond push ups this morning and kind of hurt my elbows you know elbows get kind of bent out of shape out of whack but yeah i've been doing them calisthenics and sit ups and push ups running jogging eating right And one thing that I'm helping to facilitate that is, you know, sometimes I think of, you know, as I get a little bit older and, you know, just, you know, just life as a young man, I think back to my boyhood and I can vividly remember the feeling of just, you know, I wasn't the most athletic or energetic kid. But it was just that time of youth, that boyhood energy, and just running around. And, you know, I, I get vivid memories of that sometimes. or just I, I, I can remember the vibe I felt on a Saturday morning going out to play with my buddies or whatever, right? And I try to hold on to that memory as I change and as I grow in my life, in my manhood. I try to hold on to that memory and to remember that there's that inner child, that inner boy in me, that inner strength. And I try to channel that memory in my workouts. Does that make sense? You know how there's like muscle memory? Is there like memory muscle memory where the memory of your muscles can remember a memory where you're motivated through the memory? Does that make any sense? Like, to remember a time, to remember an energy, and to channel that energy. To remember a past energy, to channel it into the present. You're only as healthy as you think. You're only as healthy as you feel. So it's like, I I try to channel that memory. And, um, I don't know. Something that I've been thinking about interesting food for thought. And as I think about that boyhood and that youth and that, I guess that innocence, you know, I reflect man, I I saw this dude walking a puppy beautiful little puppy, it was like a little black uh, I don't know, it looked like like a little black husky little black furred husky dog or maybe it was a it looked a little fluffy to be a black lab. It was like a, it had floppy little ears. Cute little thing, cute as a button. That might have been a little black husky. I don't know what it was. But um, this little puppy, this dude, he's carrying the puppy. And then he puts the puppy down on the sidewalk. And the puppy just flops down on the sidewalk. And then he he sits up. He's looking around and. This wide-eyed, curious, cute, full of innocence. Just like, oh, okay, so now I'm sitting here on the sidewalk. And he's looking around and he's just looking up at buildings and stuff. He just... This little puppy, right? Just adorable. But then this Peckerwood, he starts trying to drag the puppy for a walk, right? Like, not enough to hurt the dog, but enough where it's like, the dog wasn't being hurt, but it was like the dog looks uncomfortable and dude, like don't you I could see the guy was in his ego. He was like a little bitchy kind of guy. He was just like Come on. Heel boy, heel, come on. And he's like yanking on the, the little puppy's collar, right? And the little puppy's like he's he doesn't he doesn't know what's going on, he's just a puppy. He's just looking around at the buildings and stuff and right. The little bitchy switchy owner. Come on. Come on. He's pulling him, yanking him on the leash. Kind of bothered me. Because I, I, I kind of saw the corruption of uh, the loss of innocence. Here's this dude trying to funnel the dog's attention. Steal the dog's attention. I'm teaching you how to walk this way. Listen to me. I'm your master. Pay attention to me. Good boy. Bad boy. Yes boy. No boy. Over here boy. Fetch boy. Sit boy. Talk boy. Eat boy. Outside boy. Down boy. Up boy. Boy. Just like fucking bitching and commanding at this little puppy. And he was just a puppy. He was just It could have been like his first walk. He didn't know he was going for a walk. The guy put him down on the sidewalk. He's just looking around. He was just so sweet and innocent. And it bothered me to see the guy yanking on the leash. Just like, let the puppy sit. Don't you see that he doesn't know? Can't you tell the puppy doesn't know what's going on? It's a puppy. the guy was all like, come on, come on, as if like, he was just in his ego and impatient and it just bothered me. And conversely, um, I seen like, you know, you know, little kids, like little toddlers, three years old and, you know, their moms, dads are taking them for walks (laughs) and I saw one yesterday she had, like, a little sun hat on. So her mom's walking her, and she, her mom's, like, kind of leading her with one hand, and the the little daughter, she's, like, trying to follow her mom, but she had a sun hat on, and it was I guess it was a little too big for her head or something, or fl- it was, like, flopping around. So she's trying to hold on to her sun hat, right? And she, she's falling after her mother, and it was just kind of funny. It was like, <laughs> I was looking at this little kid, I'm like, Wow, she's like... She's just learning the experience of walking with a hat on. She's just learning how to walk with a hat on. She was like a three-year-old kid, and she's like... Trying to keep her hat on her head. It was kind of funny to watch. I'm like, wow, that's like maybe the third or fourth time she's walked down the street with a hat on. (laughs) And I saw like another... Uh, you know, you see little boys and girls walking with their parents, their moms or dads. And they got, um I don't know, I guess it's I don't know, maybe they're off to summer camp or something, but they have these little backpacks on, right? So they're they're walking around with their little backpacks on. The backpacks like the size of them. Backpacks like bigger than them. Walking around with their little backpacks on. <laughs> it's really adorable. Real cute. You know, it's like, I'm literally thinking, it's like, most people carry backpacks who are, you know, students, workers, construction workers, office workers, you walk, you have your work, you have your lunch, you have your equipment in your backpack, right? That's what backpacks are for, to pack, you know, your little pack sack, you pack a sack full of... What you need for a day's work, a day's effort. So then you see these little kids, and you know, this is like the third or fourth time they've even worn a backpack. They're walking around with their backpacks off to catch the bus, and they've got their little backpacks on. And I'm looking at them, I'm like, wow, they're really just getting started in life. It's like their future. Got your backpack, and I could just imagine them, like, packing their backpack and put some
1: Lego and, you know, some cucumber slices and coloring books. (laughs) Like,
0: what's in their backpack? (laughs) You know, dinosaur toys, Barbie dolls. Like, what the fuck is in those backpacks? I'm looking at them. I'm like, they're just getting started. They're the future. God bless them. God bless them. You know, it's like. Hope you have a wonderful life. God bless you. And God bless you, my dear viewers. You know. We all have journeys. And, um, you know. Make sure to bring a backpack. You know. You're going to need snacks and little fucking things to. Sudoku books. <laughs> you know, you can do a Sudoku puzzle while you're waiting for the bus of life. <laughs> so, you know, just a really nice feeling that I get when I go on these epic walks. I can have these reflections and I can have these memories and I could look forward to creating new memories. Hallelujah. Quick coffee break, balls. Don't mind me, balls. Ooh. So, if you're returning guest to JR the P, I am an actor extraordinaire. Yes. And uh, what I've been working on lately, um, as I mentioned, I'm focusing on the health. That's very important as a performer. You got to be flexible and ready to do your work. My body is my instrument, right? So keeping that in order is a priority. Just for my life in general, but also for my acting endeavors. And, um, you know, I'm working on a new project. I recently had the revelation of um, one of the new little projects that I'm working on. So after I go for my walk and chill out today, I'm going to get that typed up. You know, I uh, type on, uh, you know, Final Draft, Final Draft Pro. That's like a screenwriting uh, app program. That formats uh, your typing into, you know, a film script Uh, format. Screenwriting format software. Final draft. Industry recognized, so they say. So I'll be dinking around on final draft tonight, typing up my new project, and uh, feeling good. I'm working on some physical skills, a couple physical skills that I want to incorporate into this new project. I can tell you a couple things. It's going to involve juggling. It's going to involve yo-yos. It's going to involve spinning plates. It's going to involve, you know, some physicality, some humor. And, um, you know, I've been working on that lately. So, an actor's work is never finished. So, I'll be chomping into that. How? <whistles> yeah. Hurt. Kind of hurt. I'll be chomping into that later tonight. Hallelujah. So, there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramchuran. Actor extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. Also... I am a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yeah, something hilarious happened to me the other day. This guy that I know, um, I know him in like work business settings uh, socially. Just the other day, literally yesterday, this guy, you know, I'm talking to him. He turns to me and he goes, you know, Jonathan, um, you know, I used to think you didn't have a sense of humor. But now I just realize you are quiet. <laughs> That's a fucking what? For a comedian, right? If Somebody turned to you and be like, um, You know, um, I didn't really think you had a sense of humor. But now I just realize you're quiet. And um, this guy doesn't know that I'm a comedian. Um, I haven't brought up that information To him. I have not brought that to his attention. But um, it's kind of funny because when I first met this dude too, just through work and, you know, social uh, obligations, um, I was in the midst of editing my stand-up comedy special, Jonathan Ramchuran, suitable for no audiences. Yes. Available on YouTube, my website, Odyssey. Anchor online. Check her out. It's a real humdinger and I'm very proud of it. So, when I first met this dude, um, I was in the midst of like editing a comedy special. And um, this is like work, social sort of situation. So, I don't go yakety yakking about my comedy to any old motherfucking swinging dick. You know? What I've learned over the years. Is that you know. It's almost like. uh, If you love something. Let it go. If it comes back to you. It's yours. If it doesn't. Then. It doesn't. So. um, I ain't going around piping. And sounding off to any motherfucker. What I do. I know what I do. I do my business. I do my thing. But you know. When I'm out and about. I kind of keep quiet, keep to myself, and I observe. It was just so funny to hear that. You know, I didn't really think you had a sense of humor, but now I just realize you're funny. Now I realize you're quiet. Because, like, you know, I tend to just kind of keep it to myself. You know, and lately I've been opening up a little bit amongst the group of people that I, you know, I have this work and social situation with and I'm joking around a little bit more and it's I guess it's a little bit more pleasant for them so to speak. I personally believe that quiet time and objectivity is like the best way to operate in society. When you go spouting off of your mouth to people who aren't really listening, to people who aren't really your friends, to just random people, what's the point of it? And many people do that. They're reaching for attention and reaching for attention and reaching for engagement when it's like, if there's no point to this conversation, if there's no point to this situation, why make a point of it? Just shut the fuck up. Do the task. Go on with your life. So I guess this person didn't really know me in context. So then he had all these opinions about me. I didn't have a sense of humor. <laughs> and I just broke him off a few little chuckles, you know. I haven't even really went loose better than Mother Goose on these motherfuckers, you know what I mean? couple stupid little comments I make. Get a few chuckles. Now they think I have a sense of humor. (laughs) But um, now they think they have a sense of humor to judge my sense of humor against. But uh, I don't know. It kind of goes to... um, I don't know. Now that I really think about it, I don't really know. I don't know what to think of that. I kind of like the fact of, um, that, hey, I can be funny when I choose. Because again, it comes to my personal belief that I don't want to impose myself in public, run off at the mouth, exclaim to the rooftop, How funny I am to everybody I come across. I don't want to be panhandling for morons. two morons, really. No offense. I mean... But... You know... There's a great difference between people choosing to watch my podcast... Which I thank you very much for. And... um, Choosing to be engaged with my humor... Versus me going out into the world and imposing myself... You know what I mean? And through the heartache and blood, sweat, and tears of time, I've learned that. And um, it was just really funny. As a comedian, as a podcaster, as an actor, as one who very much values humor, to have someone turn to me and be like, you know, I really didn't think you had a sense of humor. <laughs> but now I just realize you're quiet. It's always the quiet ones that you have to look out for. Oh, hey, yuck, 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 yuck. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. And I believe the phrase is actually,
1: A waka waka
0: waka. You know Fozzie Bear from The Muppets? Jonathan Ramcharan, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Yeah. And before I get out of here, before I get out of here, folks, um, I want to give a quick... Uh, I'm not going to read the article. I have the article here, but it's whatever the fuck. You know, in a day and age when everybody's reading articles, I don't read articles. I do read articles, but I don't have to recite them. All right? Okay, let me read the article. It's quick. Um, This is an ugly story coming out of Toronto, Canada. Um, Something that I touched on in previous episodes, and now there's new information in regards to this story. So, Toronto Police. This is an article from cbcnews.ca. Toronto Police identify woman set on fire on TTC bus. Upgrade charge against alleged attacker. Attacker. Man now charged with first-degree murder, police say. There was no relationship between accused and the victim. Toronto police have identified a woman who died in hospital after she was set on fire last month on a city bus. Uh, The young woman, 28 years old, died last week after after the attack at Kipling Station near Kipling Avenue in Dundas West, at about 12.25 p.m. on June 17th. A 33-year-old man was arrested nearby and charged with attempted murder. That charge has now been upgraded to first-degree murder. After the attack, police had said a man on the bus poured a liquid substance on the woman, and ignited it. Originally, police had said they suspected the attack was motivated by hate and was random. In a news release on Monday, police confirmed there was no relationship between the woman and the alleged attacker. Police are urging anyone with information to contact homicide detectives. So a 28-year-old woman she was uh, set on fire on a TTC bus in an un- unprovoked attack. She was in hospital with like second and third degree burns. I spoke about that a couple weeks ago. And, you know, recently she died. She succumbed to her injuries. They were that serious from being set on fire. And also, as I mention in my walks, when I walk around Toronto, you can't help but notice the anger and the lashing out of people on the street, whether it be something that we accept as normal, angry motorists, road rage, angry shoppers stomping around at a grocery store. How come there's only two tills open? Uh, uh, I'm going to exclaim my discomfort and displeasure with the whole situation. Uh, uh, How come there's no more cashiers on till? Uh. Whether it be disgruntled shoppers, disgruntled motorists, or just the walking dead, drug addicts, alcoholics, homeless people. Mental patients roaming the street.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck.
0: <laughs> Panhandling, bothering people, attacking people. As I, as I do these walks, my epic walks, where I go on these long walks in the city of Toronto, you can't help but see the anger that's out there. And this is something that's around the world. This anger. All the mass shootings in the United States. Former Prime Minister was assassinated in Japan. Mass shootings in South Africa. Around the world. Outbursts. Of anger So This young woman Who died By the hands of some crazy attacker Who set her on fire You know She crosses my mind from time to time I didn't know her It's a very sad story And she was young. She was 28 years old. So. I would like to do my part and speak to some of the problems that I do see. A lot of it's coming from places of anger and resentment. People are angry and resentful of their fellow man. And that's why with Christianity, Christianity is the faith that I have. I believe in God. I work on my relationship with Jesus. It's a strange story, but... It's a believable one. The whole arrest of Jesus, the trial, the persecution, the crucifixion, that whole story is very believable. That's how people are. They see somebody doing something. Oh, he's too good. Oh, they're too rich. They have too much money. They have everything. That's how the Jewish high priests looked at Jesus. Who the fuck is this guy I think he is? You're no son of God. You're a blasphemer. You're a heretic. All up in Jesus' business. Take Jesus to court. Take him before the Roman guards. The Roman authorities. This guy's claiming to be the king of the Jews. He's no good. He's no nothing. The Roman... Authorities are like, yo, what's the big deal? Who cares? Leave him alone. Jewish high priests are like, no! We want justification! We want to see Pontius Pilate! They take it to Pontius Pilate. They say the same thing. Pontius Pilate says the same thing. Okay, well, whatever. This man has committed no crime. Whatever. Leave him alone. Who cares? Jewish high priests are like, huh, Uh, uh, But he's a blasphemer. Pontius Pilate's like, so what? Why don't you mind your own business? Then, the Jewish high priests lie. They lie on Jesus. Oh yeah, well he's a traitor to Caesar. And anybody who doesn't prosecute, anyone who doesn't prosecute a traitor to Caesar is a traitor to Caesar himself. So then Pontius Pilate's like, well, yo, guys, come on. It's the celebration season. It's the festival season. In customary ways, we release a prisoner during festival, during this time of year. and Why don't we just release Jesus? No. Give us Barabbas. An actual known murderer and rapist and criminal. Give us Barabbas. So then they release Barabbas instead of Jesus. We want him dead. Then they're like, um, okay, well, that's what you guys want. That's what you want. Pontius Pilate orders the beating and crucifixion of Jesus for no fucking reason. That's what you're seeing with these people in the world, man. The angry, crazy resentments, watching people in other people's business, picking off victims. That young lady who was set on fire and killed by that mental patient, from all accounts, was an innocent victim. She was just minding her own business. Police footage see that it's a random attack and she was just minding her own business. Somebody full of anger and resentment attacked her. Judge, jury, executioner of her. Had some sort of beef with her. Had some sort of inner struggle. Attacked her, set her on fire. Now she has perished. She has passed away from her injuries. God bless her. May she rest in peace. And we need to come back to a sense of love, dropping that anger, that resentment, and forgive. That's what Christianity is about a religion of forgiveness. That's how we are set free free of our anger, resentment, and guilt when we forgive. Judge not, yet thee be judged, or thee be judged, or whatever. Judge not, or you will be judged. Everybody's dealing with something, and your problems are your own, and when you take accountability for it, drop the anger and resentment, that's the key to liberation. And it's not that far of a step to go from being an angry, road rage driver. That seems pretty normal, right? You walk out into the society, you see it all the time. You see people whizzing by and screaming and beeping and honking their horns. And as I mentioned, you see people freaking out in grocery stores. How come there's no cashiers on till? You see that type of anger and aggression. It's really not that far of a step To get so swept up in your anger And resentment and judgment Of your fellow man That one day you just fucking lose it all together Douse a random stranger with um, A liquid And set them on fire It ain't that far off See Madness Is a lot like gravity All you need is a little push. In the words of uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. All you need is a little push. You can, you can become a murderer. So it's very vital that we drop this anger and resentment. Judgment of our fellow man. The kingdom of heaven is within. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy, guess who? Jonathan James Ramtran, signing off from duty on this magnificent July 16th in the year of our Lord, 2022. The young woman who was set on fire at Kipling Station. May her soul rest in peace. God bless her. Epic walks, brawless women, the whole shebang-a-bang. A lot to see, a lot to feel, a lot of change. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, YouTube, my own website, janathan ramcharancom And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laugh, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks. You live it. You love it. You realize it. Aight? Peace.